Hey everybody, welcome welcome to Uncle Dad Talks. As with me as always is the ever so handsome, the one and only, the legendary, the liquid. Give it up for Mike Hampton. What was that last one? Liquid? The liquid. Liquid. <laughs> like, you're, like you're so drippy. Ugh. What? Drip is cool nowadays. That's what you say to be cool. Like you got <laughs> that drip. <laughs> but you and the kids are saying nowadays, huh? Yeah, that's what me and the kids are. Yep. <laughs> just just me and some kids. <laughs> oh. I don't want to know about that either. <laughs> Anyways, what's up, Mike? How are you? I'm I'm lovely. I'm just uh You're looking. I'm just well, I'm just waiting to hear about this exciting time you had. Yes, uh we uh or not we, I got to go to Fan Expo SF. Um you were unable to make it, but that's all good. You know, I have to carry the fort sometimes and I did. And uh Mike there's a lot of good things, a lot of bad things. That, not bad things. A lot of good things, a lot of disappointments that happen. Um, and I'm excited to share that with you. Uh, but before we do, I'm going to open it up to you, sir. Do you <laughs> got any questions about to me about the con or anything that happened? Well, yeah. What were your uh, in an, what were your top three favorite uh, moments of the con? <laughs> Give me your top three. <laughs> um, Number one was uh, going to the Maid Cafe. Uh, number two uh, was hanging out with Henry Winkler. Uh, and number three was doing crowd surfing with my with our good pal, Ian. Oh, yes. Ian. Crowd surfing with Ian. Everybody loves crowd surfing with Ian. Yes, yeah. And just so you know, he's trying to be the number one hot white guy on the show. <laughs> oh well, let him. He he can go for it. I'll, <laughs> I'll happily hand any any torch to him. Oh wait, and just just so the the listeners know who Henry Winkler is, because I know and I really do know. I'm not just saying that. <laughs> let the let the listeners know who Henry Winkler is. That's right. I got to hang out with the Fonz from Happy Days. Uh, Happy Days was a show from the 80s, I think, or 70s, right? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I think you can tell me more, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't know if I can. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's most known for being the Fonz, uh, the cool guy. Uh, he was also, uh, he's in a lot of Adam Sandler movies. He's in the show Barry. Uh, he's in the Parks and Rec. Uh, I think he's I think he's also did some roles in, you might know this, I don't know for sure, but I thought he did some roles in Breaking Bad as well. Um, I do remember he was in the first Scream movie. He was in the first Scream movie. That's right. He played the principal. Yeah. Principal. Uh, yeah. He has been around for ages, uh, literally. And uh, when you talk about a stand-up guy, man, he really was. Like, So when I went to talk to him, I'll give a little behind the scenes here. He, um, There was a misunderstanding that he was going to do an interview because I asked him for it. And apparently that wasn't the case. And he apologized profusely for it. And he was like, you know what, man? Let me at least give you a, a free picture and an autograph for your show. So he did that. He gave us a really cool picture. And Mike, can you see that? You can see the camera, right? Can you see me? Yeah, yes. Let me show you what he did for us. Hold on one second. Mm -hmm. Now, I imagine his old age must be getting to him because he wrote, uh, if you can see it, Mike, he wrote, uh, two, it's kind of dark, but it says, to Uncle Dad, water sucks. But I told him Uncle Dad talks, but all he heard was Uncle Dad, I guess. Uh, but yes, yeah, there you go. Uh, Water sucks. Yeah. Um, 
what a great movie, by the way, Waterboy. But uh, yeah, he told some stories about Adam Sandler to me, and uh, how, how basically Adam Sandler has grown so much as an actor and as a person. How he wasn't very likable back in the day. I don't know if you ever heard that about him. I did actually. Yeah. Yeah, but now he's you know he's in a you know he said that, and I, I feel like, and I want to talk to you about this too because you know some people as well. I feel like when you have kids, that kind of changes kind of how you are. Do you kind of agree with? That? I know you don't have kids, but I mean, what do you think? I've heard that having kids softens you a bit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so he uh, he softened up a lot, and uh, I th- I believe Henry Winkler also has a little role in the new Adam Sandler movie uh, called Leo that just came out for Netflix. Mm, Leo, let's yeah. check out Leo. Let's check out Leo. Yeah, but yeah, that, I mean, Mike, you would have loved meeting. I don't know. Have you ever met Henry Winkler or no? I've never never talked to him. I've seen him at shows, you know, from you know, standing over there and at his table, and he looks like he's always up talking to people and coming from around behind the table sometimes. So he, he seems like a real, uh, a real stand up nice guy, like a genuine, a genuine person. Oh, for sure. And what was great is that like you're talking about behind the counter, behind the table. He, he never once went behind the table. Every time I saw him, he was always in front of the table. Every, every person who got an autograph, he literally walked up to them in line. Like, yeah, he, he created a whole like experience for everybody. And then what was really cool, Mike, is that I'm walking away at one point in the area and a day has gone by and I'm walking and he kind of crosses my path and he gives me out of his own will, gives me his own little hug, like a quick hug and says, it was good to talk to you, Uncle Dad, and left. Oh, that's sweet. Look at you having a moment with uh, the Fonz. The Fonz, hey. wow. (laughs) That could have been us, Mike. That could have been us. (laughs) Yeah. Well, sometimes I, maybe you can think of me as the Fonz. (laughs) I do think of you as the Fonz. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You are the Fonz to my, 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 what is it? You're the Fonz to my Richie. (laughs) There you go. Okay. That's a new, that's a new shirt. That's a new shirt. Yeah, you're the fonz to my Richie, man. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, so that, that was great. And uh, and the Made Cafe, you'll hear all about it. That was pretty cool, too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you have any other awesome questions about the expo? Did you get to uh, – okay, I heard – rumor rumor has it that Mark, Mark Hamill was there, of course. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I heard he was charging the mere price of $800 to sign a lightsaber. So Can this is confirm what, that. This is exactly what he charged. Okay, oh. for just an autograph, it was six hundred dollars, five ninety nine. For a picture, it was, uh, and it was only photo ops. It was four ninety nine. But if you combine them both together, the combo price was eight ninety nine. Combo. Yeah. So combo was eight ninety nine, Mike. I yeah, and he sold out. I heard. Dude, not only did it sell out, like he basically. You should have seen this. Oh, my God. You're talking like, I mean, I don't even know how they legally could get away with it. I mean, the, the line was like wrapped. I mean, you've, you've been to GDC. Oh, you've been in Moscone Center. So, yeah, you know. Um, in Moscone Center West, it's three It's three stories. Mm. And the top floor, I'm not kidding you, man, almost went all the way to fucking to the, el- the escalator. Mm. The line. And it's like, it's insane. And then people, yeah, dude, people were literally like, like getting not getting upset, but other performers were getting a little annoyed because they did not want to have their time, like their panel time during Mark Hamill's time, which is totally understandable. Mark Hamill took away the panel. <laughs> good, good try, good try there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. As someone who's been to a lot of cons and worked a lot of cons, I mean, is that something that irritates you, or just part of the show? You think? No, I mean, it's 
as part of the show. I think usually when I do a, a convention and the panels are that big, it's usually something like San Diego Comic Con. Sure, yeah. Where the panels are on a whole different floor than 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 everything else. And um I'm just I mean, I'm stoked that the guy still has still has that. I remember doing WonderCon, speaking of Moscone, one of the last times WonderCon was in, in San Francisco there. Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher were signing, but they were just signing at a table on the convention floor. And they had a line, but it whatever was happening at this show was not happening back then. Dude. (laughs) And he basically had a panel every day and each panel was like a different type of theme. So like the big panel was called the Mark Hamill experience. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, Oh, and here's the interesting thing. So obviously we're there as press, right? And so I'm talking to this table that, and I, I don't know these people. They don't know really who we are or they're learning about us. And this random guy who works there runs, comes up to me and ask this question about the press thing, whatever, right? But then he literally has the gall to be like, well, can I have your press badge? Because w- with our press badge, we could actually go in front of the line for Mark Hamill. But I didn't want to uh, tell you the truth. I didn't want to be in that, that crowded of a room, so I didn't do it. Mm. Um, but uh, he, uh, he goes, can I have it so that I can go uh, up there right now? And uh, if that's okay. And I go, I go no, you can't. <laughs> and he seemed no. like shocked that I wouldn't give it to him. <laughs> you wouldn't just hand over your badge like i don't even have a replacement badge <laughs> like sorry like, sorry stranger <laughs> you know what though i'm not surprised at a con that you would get a question like that so yeah, <laughs> yeah we did get some interesting questions uh i will say that uh you know something that we weren't recorded on, on that subject uh we did have random people come up to us and like would ask us, oh, you know, who are you with and blah, blah, blah. And every time I would explain it, right, it would just <laughs> the, the common question back to me was always like, oh, so are you guys like a real podcast? And I don't understand that question. <laughs> well, I guess they mean, are you a real podcast or are you a podcast that you and you and the guy who you do it with listen to? Maybe. Maybe, but like, I don't know. I just, it also seems, seems rude, no? Like, I wouldn't ask somebody that. <laughs> it's like walking up to an artist uh, at their booth and going, So, are you a real artist? Or, <laughs> or do you just, or do you just like to paint? <laughs> or are you just here? <laughs> or you just like the color? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, come on. That's so funny. Um, yeah, so that, that was uh, interesting. And, uh, but all in all, Mike, I think uh, I did want to tell you really fast about the, overall crowd of it because i know a big concern for a lot of people was that was it going to be busy or not and i can confirm being there friday was mid-tier because it was only four to nine but mm-hmm. saturday dude was non-stop packed like okay. it was like people were just going all out and they were people were spending a lot of money not just even on uh mark hamill like i saw most celebrities had a good good amount of people i would say some of the lower tier not so much but for the most part every celebrity kind of had a little mini line going that's great and, and then same thing with uh, the artist artist alley dude, packed to the nail consistently. And the reason being is because it was right next to all the celebrities. Oh, that's good they did that. Um, so that was awesome. And uh, but then Sunday, Sunday just died. <laughs> Sunday was dead. Yeah. yeah. Then it was dead, and then celebrities were just leaving or calling in sick. Like hella celebrities, all of a sudden got sick on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, 
Sounds like it could just be a two-day show. Yeah, it doesn't need to be a Friday. Well, they call Friday preview day, but it's not right. like you have to pay for it. Or sorry, it's not like it's not like an extra thing you buy. It's included with your three-day ticket. So they should just make it like a thing you can buy extra or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, well, that's good because I have heard that that show um, wasn't that way. So it's good to hear, you know, for everybody who, who spent money and spent time to go have a table there that they actually had a chance to make some money back. Oh, for sure. Wonderful. And there was some uh, uh, Uncle Dad alumni there, sir. You had Arthur. I forgot to say his name, but Arthur Sittingham. Sittingham. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> zombie, zombie Arthur. And uh, and a good pal, Mark Bode. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, no Dan Brereton, huh? No Dan Brereton. And I actually talked about that with uh, Ben Templesmith. I go, do you know Dan Brereton? And the first thing out of Dan Brereton's mouth, and he was joking, by the way. He goes, yeah, I hear he sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I go, do you know who that is? He goes, nah, I, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you got it on tape. No, I didn't. On... I wish I got it on tape. Ah. <laughs> uh, that because that would have been something we sent to Dan, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Dan Barrington, uh, Ben Templeman says you suck. <laughs> well, we still have a conversation with him about it. Oh, for sure, for sure. But that was Fan Expo. So in this little in this little uh, interview or experience you're going to hear, we're going to hear crowd surfing with Ian. We're going to do an interview with Ben Semblesmith, an interview with a uh, musician and host of Maid Cafe. Her name is Bevo. Uh, she is quite the sweetheart, and it was great. Uh, so, yeah, I'm very excited to have her on. And guess what, Mike? She gave us the exclusive that we get to premiere her song first right here. Oh, my goodness. Today. Yeah. Today. Today when you hear this, yes. It's her upcoming song. It has not been played by anybody else. Uh, and yeah, it's a uh, it's a J-pop-inspired song, Mike, so I know you love J-pop. <laughs> you know I love J-pop. I know you love J-pop. I know you love K-pop. I know you love soda pop. There you go. <laughs> I just love to pop. I just pop around all the time. <laughs> World premiere song of the pop. Uh, the- J-pop. J-pop, uh, yes. Yeah. Man, it's been great. And uh yeah, it was an, as always, man. I always wish you could make it, of course, but I totally understand that. You yeah, know, well, you get busy. Yeah. The road calls. The road calls, man. Yep. Mm. The road calls, indeed, and the road calls, indeed, for me too. Because guess what, Mike? I'm on my way to Comic Con LA this weekend. Ooh, big city, bright lights, yeah. bright yeah. lights, homeless, <laughs> homeless people. Well, that's everywhere. But, hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But we'll talk about that on a different episode. Um, <laughs> sir, uh, before we wrap up, and of course, um, I want to do one last thing here is uh, everybody, please, and Mike, you got to hype it up with me. They need to follow our Instagram because uh, we are getting exclusive uh, abilities now to show trailers. Uh, Mike, I don't know if you've noticed yet because I know you have, but I want to make sure that you you know. Uh, Warner Brothers gave us the, the the exclusive, one of the few outlets to premiere the trailer for the new Mad Max movie. They did. They I mean, did? You I knew mean, that? They did. <laughs> That's right. The new Mad Max Furiosa movie, uh, based entirely on Furiosa. Sorry, Anya Taylor-Joy uh, as Furiosa. Uh, oh. Chris Hemsworth is in it. Um, I can't remember this other guy's name, but he's in it too. Oh, and, that guy. Yeah, Henry Winkler. Henry, <laughs> Henry Winkler is in it, yes. No, he's not in it. <laughs> but uh, uh, but yes, uh, if you go to our Instagram right now at Uncle Dad Talks, you can watch the exclusive trailer right there. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, dude, it looks awesome, Mike. Really, I don't know if you've seen the new Mad Max, the most recent one with uh, Tom Hardy. Oh yes. Uh, what'd you say? 
of Yes. Yeah, that was so good, right? Yes, it was great. It was great. And this one is made by uh, the same team, everything. So go check them out. So, Mike, tell them to follow us now. Everybody must follow at Uncle Dad Talks on Instagram now. Now. How was that? Uh, that was great, sir. Yes. Uh, I think right. I just saw three people uh, just followed right now as I said that. Oh, I think so. I think so. That and you yeah. know, they're, they're DMing me right now. They're like, "Hey, where's uh, where's Mike?" <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll be on there soon. I'll be. <laughs> yes, you will. All right, man. I think that's all we got for us today. Uh, thank you, Mike, for stepping in, and I hope you enjoyed the episode as well, Mike. Yes, well, uh, Wizard World LA. I mean, <laughs> wait, it's not Wizard World. What's it called again? Fan Expo. Fan San Expo. Francisco. That's right. I can't keep track. Uh, I know you've been around too long. <laughs> all right, everybody. Remember, we're not uncles, we're not dads. Enjoy this week's episode, um, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Remember, you can always talk to us. We'll talk to you later. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Uncle Dad Talks. I'm Uncle Dad, and with me, uh, actually, no, he's not with me. Mike is doing his thing in Portland right now. So, Mike, we love you. But in his place is another sexy white man. Let's give it up. For the one and only Ian Glues, what's up? Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> How does that feel to be the second white, the, the second white man, <laughs> the second hot white man on the show? I'm coming for number one, but it's a uh, there's a big gap in between. I know it, so I'll take I'll take second. We know we know Mike's uh, hotness game is always up top. So when he hears this, he's gonna be like, "You motherfuckers." <laughs> Anyways, yeah, you're here uh, co-hosting today, uh, but we're here. You're also here to do some of you, something we haven't done in a long time. And that's crowd surfing. How do you feel about that? Everybody go surfing. <laughs> no, I'm excited. I'm excited. We did uh, some prep on the questions, and we'll uh, see what the people are feeling. Now, are you? this is your first real Comic-Con. Last time you did this at a con setting, it was an anime con. This is your first Comic-Con. How do you feel about it so far? You've only been here for, what, five minutes, Mary? Five minutes in the door, wide eyes, just trying to take it all in, seeing all the cosplays. Um, seeing all the art and just trying to get a lay of the land. What was the first thing that distracted you when we walked in? <laughs> it was a toddler in a marshmallow costume from Ghostbusters. How can I not distract anybody? I literally stopped talking to you for a full 10 seconds. <laughs> you did. He's not lying. He really did. Uh, yeah, so let's go walk around, get a lay of the land, if you will. Get you settled in. Get those pre-con jitters out of the way i think uh, one of the first things we should do at some point is crowd surf and do you want to tell me what your questions are well some of the big hitting celebrities on the lineup for this weekend are lord of the rings and star wars stars so we're going to attack that head on we're going to go with some questions about some of the originals and then juxtapose that with some of the new content that each franchise is putting out Hmm. This is the way, am I right? Do you know what that means? No. This is the way. No, no, no. What's that's that? from The Mandalorian. So if anybody tells you that, this is the way. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> part of these questions is designed to help me navigate the new worlds of Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, in which I am completely not versed in. Well, we're going to change that today, everybody. All right, we're going to go walk around. We'll be right back after this amazing ad break. This ad is brought to you by Skyline Smart Energy. The state of California just approved another rate increase for PG&E, one of California's biggest electric companies and the other big companies are soon to follow. 
Homeowners' electric bills will increase by an additional 13% starting in January of 2024. If you could have a locked-in gas price at $2 per gallon for 25 years, wouldn't you have done so? By going with solar with Skyline Smart Energy, that's exactly what you can do. You'll not only pay a much lower average price per month than your current electric bill, but you'll also lock in that lower rate for the next 25 plus years. Skyline is also offering a free year of Brinks Home Security with no installation fees when you get solar installed. So do yourself a favor, protect your family, your home, and your wallet by texting or calling 209-573-0589 for a free energy savings consultation and see if your home qualifies. Skyline Smart Energy. Take control of rising energy costs now. All right, so we are hanging out on the floor right now, me and my big man, Ian. Not little man no more. Shit. Big man, ain't that right? I'm all grown up now. <laughs> oh, dude, you should have cosplayed as White Boy Rick. That would be sick. I'm she down. didn't do it. Well, we got time. Next time. Next time. Next Rain time. Check it. Rain check it. I like it. Uh, so we're here. We're in the West Hall in Sconey West. We are about to go. Actually, we'll tell the audience what we just did on your whim, which I'm so glad we did. We jumped into a little silent disco, and uh, we got a solid 45 seconds of, of dancing out that I think we both needed, let's be honest. Honestly, I think you're right. Yeah, so now we're going to go back into that room in a second, and we're going to play Totally 90s Trivia. I don't know if there's prizes. I assume there is. And I assume that you and I are going to win them all. Let's do it. I'm a little nervous only because I am a 90s kid. However, I had years one through nine in the 90s. My brain wasn't so big then. So, right. Well, how old? You're 31? 32? 31? 32. I'm 34. So, we got it. All right. Let's do it. We got it. You know, I hang out with older men all the time, <laughs> so you know, I will. I got the I got the uh, the legends on my side, so I think we'll be all right. Uh, one thing you pointed out though that I wanted to talk about is that so Mark Hamill was at this convention, and before anybody gets excited, no, we're not having Mark Hamill on the show, obviously, <laughs> but uh, he has a line, or had a line of about how many people deep you think? Two, three hundred. Isn't that insane? One man. I mean, he's earned it. He really has. I would say. I mean, that's Luke Skywalker. I, I always think of kind of the return of Star Wars with Episode Seven and how big it was when he went on like the, uh, you know, the late night television shows. Those the hype for those I remember was huge. So, I think seeing him in the flesh merits the line. Now, can you name anything else he was in? Nope. Well, I can. I got one for you. That's gonna blow your mind. He, is, he was the current voice for a very long time, up until maybe two years ago, of the Joker and all the animated stuff. Oh, wow. See, that is range right there. Yeah. And the Joker, the Joker is such a, how do you, I don't know how, he's such a, he's such a deep character to play, I feel. And he does, but he does more of like the animated type, over the top Joker, not like the Joaquin Phoenix dark Joker. You know what I mean? So my question to you, my friend, is who is your favorite Joker? It's hard not to go with Heath Ledger. Um, the Joaquin Phoenix one was incredible, and I don't even know if I can go back and watch that movie a second time because it was so intense. Really? Did it get you? It really did. I mean, it was, like, chilling. Like, I was spooked for a while after. I got to go Heath Ledger. I've seen that movie quite a few times, and it's great every single time. I think Dark Knight Returns. Or, no, The Dark Knight, sorry. The Dark Knight 
is arguably one of the greatest, if not greatest, comic book movies of all time. And arguably one of the best movies of all time. It's almost near perfect, I think. Up until the last 30 minutes, personally. What happened in the last 30 minutes that you didn't like? Dude, it, like, it, I feel like it, because it kind of just tacks on the story of um, Two-Face, I feel. Oh, they did kind of just cram that in. But I thought it got enough screen time to where it, it's, it felt like it fit into the evil plan of the Joker. You know what? You might be changing me on that because I didn't think about it like that. Like the evil. Hmm. Okay. Look at you. Look at you uh, stepping up your game this time around. Wow. All right. Well, let's go check out Totally 90s Trivia. Let's see if we have any prizes to win or whatever they're doing. And let's just see how 90s Uncle Dad is. We'll be right back, everybody. All right, so we just finished trivia, uh, and it was a great time, and it was Totally 90s Trivia hosted by Rob of... Smart Trivia. With no A, S-M-R-T, Trivia, and it was a great time, and what I really enjoyed about it was that it was super 90s theme in the best way possible, and my man Ian, you did so great. Better than me, I think. <laughs> I'm saying that to hype you up. That's objectively wrong. <laughs> I don't need the pity points. I'm, I'm good. I, I, I had a great time. Okay. Well, you did about mid-pack, right, roughly? I, I would say I'm the smart one coming out of there because I think you did really well. <laughs> and that is just objectively more true. <laughs> yeah, so I ended in fifth place out of 40 people? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was hyped. You were in tied for first after one. Got a little too excited between the two of us. But then... <laughs> You had a little bit of a down second quarter, and then you came back into the top ten and, ooh, had a close push for that first. I had my fingers crossed for you. You know, I honestly think if I, I was calculating it, if I didn't miss that one question, yeah. and that big 200-point question, I would have been in the top three. I wouldn't have been first, but I would have been, I think, third place. But I would take that. I would take it. Top five, not bad. You know, it shows that I know my 90s. And now if it was me and Mike, oh, dude, we would have slayed it. Me and him would have slayed it. But you know what? You're a great partner to have, too. Well, it was all individual, so. <laughs> that's true. Well, okay. Yeah. We, that's right. We even just said we were separate. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Clearly, I am, not, I am smart without an A. <laughs> so there you go. Um, so we are, we are done with that. Great, it's a great thing to do here at the con. So now I think it's time to crowd surf a little bit, maybe get, you know, a handful. And let's learn about uh, people's interests. What do you think? Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's do it, everybody. We'll be right back. That's right, everyone. It's time for Crowd Surfing with Ian. What's up, guys? I'm here with a couple of Transformers. We got a big list of celebrities from Lord of the Rings and Star Wars this weekend. And I've been mulling around this question in my head trying to figure out if you had to go with the original three movies from Lord of the Rings or from Star Wars, which one would you guys choose? First of all, fans of both, yay or nay? Um, Star Wars. I'm, yeah, all right, Star, Star Wars. Wars. I'm more used. To, I've seen some of the Lord of the Rings, but I'm more. I've seen more of Star Wars, so yeah. I'm gonna say I'm more of a Star Wars. I've only fan. played the Lord of the Rings games, <laughs> <laughs> like Shadow of Mordor, that's but that's as far as I've gotten. So this, Star Wars. So this is an easy one for you guys. Star Wars, no doubt. Yeah. Are you guys watching any of the new Star Wars series these days? Yeah. Yeah. And we have a favorite one that's coming out. I'm because I'm a Star Wars fan, but I'm not doing well on Star Wars in 2023. What's the new one that we got to watch? Andor. Uh, Andor's the one. Andor. Did Andor come out this year? 
Yeah. Six, yeah, I Andor. thought it was last year. No, Andor. What separates Andor from, say, Ahsoka or Mandalorian or uh, Boba Fett? There is no Jedi. Well, well, no yeah, Jedi. No Jedi. Completely grounded, boots, you know, like in the dirt. Andy Serkis actually did something well. Andy Serkis was so it's good. A, it's. I'm not to say that the others aren't story driven, but this one is like much, much more story driven, and you could tell the people behind it actually like really, really, really loved what they were doing when they were making it. I do not hate so. Andy Serkis. <laughs> <laughs> so. But yeah, just Andor. You can tell the people that we're making it love and no Star Wars. Yeah. Awesome. We appreciate that. Thanks for stopping with us, you guys. Thank you guys so much. All right. Ian's back with Crowd Surfing, and I'm here with... Cash Money Drew, Andrew Canales. Cash Money. Cash Money. Cash Money. <laughs> All right. We're asking... If you had to go with the original Lord of the Rings three movies or the original Star Wars and you couldn't have the other one, which one would you go with? All right, what kind of podcast is this? What can I say? You know what I mean? <laughs> you go with that whatever you want, man. Like, is it like PG, PG-13? Nah, at, at you got to swear just to answer the question, go for it. Uh, I never watched Lord of the Rings. That shit always looked ass to me. I don't really fuck with all that. Star Wars though, that shit was the fire shit I ever seen in my life. Darth Vader can probably I don't I don't know shit about Lord of the Rings, but I feel like Darth Vader can probably kill all of them. Um, red lightsaber, blue lightsaber, the hottest shit I ever seen in my life. Star Wars all the time. Uh, the new ones are ass though. Ray kind of bad though. Alright. <laughs> you bet you never seen Lord of the Rings. You're not no, even gonna give him no, a chance. Nah. Oh well, hold on. I think I played the Lego game like one time. So like you know I got a little bit of experience. Just a Lego game though. That's it. I mean, dude, if you're into like a fantasy world, dude, you gotta check out Lord of the Rings. It's about it's the one with the ring, right? <laughs> we got the the one ring to rule them all, right? No, the the that's scary the lady's one, not. That's the one with like the gremlin, the my precious. We got my precious. We got we got hobbits. We got Legolas. We got we got Gandalf the wizard. Gandalf the wizard would probably give oh, Darth Vader a run for his money. I, okay, for a second I was thinking about Harry Potter, but that's not the same thing, huh? How are you about to confuse Harry Potter and Lord yeah, of the Rings? I thought Gandalf was the dude that's like the high, what was his name? Uh, dude from Harry Potter? Dumbledore, Dumbledore, Dumbledore. I thought that was the same person for a second. I totally forgot okay, about Okay, so now reconsidering. Have we seen Lord of the Rings then? I've not seen not one of them. <laughs> I played the Lego game one time when I was like nine. So if I told you that I thought Gandalf would give Darth Vader a run for his money, would that convince you at all to go watch Lord of the Rings? I don't know what Gandalf got, except besides spells. But that's all. I, I don't know. I don't know what he can do. I mean, he, he's like the strongest, right? In all of the... Is he the strongest? I would say he's the strongest like in the whole five, franchise. Five Top five strongest, for sure. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. All right, go check it out, man. You got some homework to do. Thanks for joining us. What's the podcast called? It's called Uncle Dad Talks. Thanks for signing in. All right, for sure. Thank, appreciate it. Cash money. Lord of the Rings versus Star Wars, but the only the original three. We're not getting into the new stuff just yet. Which one are you going with? Not going to lie, I'm probably just going to go with Star Wars. Uh, personally, I'm not really into that whole like medieval sci-fi shit because, honestly, the, just like the colors they use and stuff don't really pertain to me. Uh, the only thing I can really take back from that is uh, Malpressus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so your boy didn't ha wasn't able to comment on Gandalf versus Darth Vader. What do you think of that one on one? Who's coming out on top? Darth Vader choke slamming, bro, and that doesn't even need to touch him. <laughs> choke slamming. It's like get over here. <laughs> we got impressions coming out, man. Thanks so much for joining us. What's your name? My name is Levi, but this homie likes to call me Cash Money Lee. 
Cash money's in his vocabulary about every four seconds. Cash money, cash money, cash money, Darth Vader. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, fellas. Thank you, guys. All right, Ian's back here with crowd surfing. I'm here with uh, Rowan and Basil. And can you guys tell me about what you guys are wearing real quick? Yeah, I'm from the podcast, The Magnus Archives. It's a, it's horror. That's all I go into it. I'm doing a Michael the Distortion. Sick. I'm uh, Wally Darling from Welcome Home. It's a um, unfiction like ARG thing online. It's like spooky Sesame Street. <laughs> Spooky Sesame Street. Sign me up. So the question we're asking, hopefully somewhat relevant for you guys, is if you had to go with the original three of the Star Wars series or the Lord of the Rings series for, let's say, the rest of your life, which one would you opt to go for? Star Wars. You'd go Star Wars. Yeah. That was easy. And have you seen both? I've seen the I've seen the original Star Wars. I never really watched Lord of the Rings, but I'd still go with Star Wars, I think. Are you guys watching any of the new Star Wars? Yeah, my uh, my first Star Wars was actually um, the first of the requel of the uh, sequels. I had never seen them before, and they got me hooked on it. So I started watching the original trilogy, the prequels, and then followed from there. So Episode Seven got you on board. Yeah. Episode Seven was my first one. I saw it in theaters. Uh, my partner's um, mother. Uh, bought us tickets like on a fluke and I'm like I've never seen a Star Wars movie before and he was like it'll be fine and then I was like this is amazing <laughs> so. so did you go seven and then you went back in time yep uh I actually also have a story that tends to make Star Wars fans mad um <laughs> which is uh I was an experiment um the person who showed me all of the Star Wars after I'd seen Seven and was like, oh, I want to watch this more, was like, I'm going to do an experiment with you. We're going to start with the prequels and then go into the original trilogy. So it's in chronological order. Um, I don't know if I would do that to someone, but... <laughs> so, so what's... Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a unique perspective. How do you feel that the prequels... Because you've heard the slander that the prequels get, of um, course. Yeah. Um, Anakin did nothing wrong, and I love him. <laughs> <laughs> and how about the quality of, of episodes one, two, and three? Are they on par for you, or are they? Mm, should they be disregarded as much of the fan base has done? I definitely don't think they should be disregarded. There's a lot of really good stuff there. Um, I think it's just a little campy sometimes, and, you know, camp isn't everybody's thing, but it's my thing, if you can't tell. <laughs> I love it. Favorite episode of the nine, what do you think? Seven, because it was my first. You never forget your first. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. So to me, what's crazy about this crowd surfing session so far is that I think we've gotten like two or three people who haven't seen either Star Wars. No, actually, it's all been Lord of the Rings. And you're not surprised at that? Okay, so here's what's interesting. Most, it's actually kind of relevant. I Recently, I was at our sponsor's brewery, Clandestine Brewing. Shout out. And... Uh, I was sitting at the bar, and this guy, I, I, I see what's on television. I go, what is that? Because they have TVs there. And the guy goes, it's Lord of the Rings. You don't know what Lord of the Rings is? And I was like, of course I know what Lord of the Rings is. And he goes, yeah, Lord of the Rings, blah, 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 whatever. And I said, but Lord of the Rings is so mainstream now. Don't you think that everybody knows what that is? He goes, no way. Lord of the Rings is like, that's cult status, which I don't agree with. But now I'm starting to realize 
that the audience that you know that exists nowadays doesn't seem to really care about Lord of the Rings anymore. And so it's becoming more prevalent that I think Star Wars is so in your face everywhere that Lord of the Rings doesn't get that love. Even though in my opinion, Lord of the Rings is just as legacy as Star Wars, if not more so. My mind is honestly blown by this. I, I thought they were both kind of on par. I thought we would get a lot more backlash. Let me pose the question to you. If you had to go with one or the other, original three only, right? And the other one's dead to you after you make this decision. Which one are you going with? You know, to be honest with you, if I had to pick, I probably would pick Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. It's oh, honestly it's a close call for me. <laughs> and it's only because of one reason. I love swords and I love dragons. <laughs> swords and dragons over droids and lightsabers. For me, for me. Plus, you know what? Who doesn't like a good story about friendship? What do you think about... Yeah, I mean, I'm all for friendship. That's For me, that's why Dumb and Dumber should have been best picture. That should have been its own trilogy, but a good one. Don't they have three now? That's what I'm saying, but a good one. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we got one out of three for yeah, that yeah, for that one. That prequel, that prequel was horrible, and then Dumb and Dumber 2, T.O., was horrible. Spelled wrong. Exactly. Well, on purpose. Why? Come on. Don't make uh, that. <laughs> do you think the question Gandalf versus Darth Vader is a legit question, or is that... I think if you thought about it realistically, it's... It's two opposing things that don't, that couldn't, it would be a battle that wouldn't end because Darth Vader has the force. Gandalf has magic. Realistically, they're both not real. And so they could just go on forever, right? Logically. It's like a, a problem of eras. It's like Michael Jordan versus Bill Russell. We'll never know. Wow. Or Michael Jordan versus LeBron? No. Or yeah. Do we, or do we know? No, that's, no, that's fair too. That's fair. I, just, I was going for, like, more years yeah. in between, but there's enough between well, we Bron and... Who the best is. It's LeBron. Whoa. Whoa. Andrea, thanks for stopping. We're asking real quick about Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, the original three movies. If you had to go with one or the other until the end of time, which would you go with? Oh, uh, I feel like if I answer, I'm going to I'm gonna get beat up because uh, I actually never watched either. Oh! <laughs> more common than you realize. Yeah, really? Okay, okay. I, I was worried about it at first. <laughs> but um, no, that's both are on my bucket list. Have you seen any of the Star Wars? Any of the new things? Any of the new Lord of the Rings? Nothing? Uh, I watched one of the Star Wars movies. I, f I even forgot which one, but like my ex drove, uh, told me to go there with them and just... I just went anyway, so I didn't understand anything, but it was cool. Okay, which one is going to make it onto your movie queue first? Ooh, probably, I would probably have to say Star Wars just because I hear it more often. So I think I have to go with that. I am a traditionalist with Star Wars, so I would say if you're going to start with one, Episode 4, A New Hope, that is the first one that was released. I think it's 1977. I'd have to be checked on that. But there's all different approaches for the Star Wars series at this point. Ooh, sounds good. Thank you so much. <laughs> all right. Uh, it is the end of day one. Day one was a very short day, but that's all right. We had a great time. I think we had a great time. What do you think? Meh. No, I'm just kidding. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, wait till they hear our chat with Ben Templesmith. Oh, my God. I am, I am anticipating that conversation. I feel like it could go in about eight different directions. What, uh, you know, just if you, in the words of Mike, tickle that feather with an asshole. Or, sorry, tickle that asshole with a feather. <laughs> That's why Mike says that and I don't. <laughs> um, what was some of the weirdest things that, that, not the weirdest things, what's some of the most interesting things Ben Templesmith said to us? He doesn't like the color pink. Uh, I brought up a terrible Foster's 
um, reference because he's Australian, and I know Australians don't like Foster's beer. Um, he all, he he said a lot of things that indicated he was on two hours of sleep. What stood what stood out to you? I guess I'll just say putting your hands in places that they shouldn't go, or in the places that you wish they were all along. You know that that's a good answer too. <laughs> but yes, we will tomorrow. Uh, later on in this interview, later on in this episode, we will have an interview with the legendary Ben Temple Smith. Very excited about that. I was wildly nervous getting to talk to him, uh, but it was great that he was a great guy, and yeah, can't wait for it. Uh, so yeah, the day has come to an end. You did some great crowd surfing. Uh, what is the what is the one thing you took from your crowd surfing? Well, so many more people haven't seen Lord of the Rings than I thought. Uh, overwhelmingly, the favorite was Star Wars, which I guess I'm not surprised at, but. I really had like experiences watching Lord of the Rings when I was like, I don't know, like 17, 18 years old. And I guess I am just surprised that more people haven't had a similar experience. You guys need to watch that series. Yeah. You know, what's interesting about that. I wonder if it's just because it's not everywhere. Like when you think of Star Wars, it's everywhere. I mean, you walk into a Target, it's in there. It's pretty much every store you go to, there is a Star Wars something. There really isn't Lord of the Rings something. I guess you could say Star Wars, lightsabers, and space, and explosions, and stuff like that is objectively sexier than wizards and elves and, you know, I mean like sexier, flashier, more marketable, that kind of thing, perhaps? Maybe, but I also love me some, some dragons. I love chasing the dragon. I, I mean, no, look, if the question was posed to me, I really, I gotta go... <laughs> I, I, it's a tough call for me. I'm going Star Wars ultimately, but, um, but yeah, Lord of the Rings has a special place in my heart for sure. Yeah, you know, and uh, it has some of the, arguably some of the greatest video games too of all time. So you know, I don't know. And how many uh, Academy Awards? Like, not even Star Wars is not even close. No, but I don't know. That's a good question. Oh, Return, Return of the King, the third Lord of the Rings. I think I want to say has had 11 Academy Awards. Wow. Something like that. Wowie. Uh, and it's funny because, you know, the, the, the hobbits are here right now. And <laughs> if only we could talk to them, that would maybe that'll happen. Who knows? You never know what will happen on the show. You might just be walking down the street and then Ben Templesmith grabs you and that's life. Well, you guys, you could you could vibe on the podcast front with the with the other two hobbits. They got their own podcast these days. Do they? Oh, yeah. You haven't seen this? <laughs> oh, dude, they're riffing hard. You guys, you, Mike and... I, I forget the, I forget their names, but <laughs> they got they got a podcast that's catching a lot of weight these days. Are we talking about Elijah Wood or are t are the other two? The other two, really? Yeah. Wow, because you know Elijah Pippen, Woods. Pip and Mary. <laughs> yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, did you know that Elijah Wood is a DJ? I did not know that. Yeah, he plays a lot of house music. I'm I'm down. Let's go see a set. Yeah, we should. Hopefully, uh, he'll be before. He should he should do the after party tomorrow. But I don't think he is because he probably wants to make a lot of money and he's not going to do that here. D -d 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 DJ Frodo. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's it on day one. Ian, thank you so much for being today's guest host. I really appreciate it. I feel like we had a great time. This is your first time doing crowd surfing in a while, I would say. Uh, so welcome back to the team. Uh, you and I are eventually going to get a show out. We tried, but we had some sound issues. But eventually, the world of Uncle Dad will get the Ian and Uncle Dad show. I'm with it. It's inevitable at this point. Absolutely. All right, everybody. We'll see you in about two seconds.
All right, it's day two of Fan Expo. I'm hanging out with a, a legend in the field. The one, the only, Terry. I'm drunk as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is they'll never know if that's true or not. <laughs> um, how drunk are you right now? Not at all. Okay. Well, well you should have owned it. You should have been like, yeah, I'm still drunk. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's my second day co uh, guest co-host. Ooh, cuddle buddy. I like that. Uh, yeah, you're my second day co-host. We're hanging out at Fan Expo SF. What is your initial thoughts so far? Packed. It's been a minute since I've been to a, any kind of con. I forgot what that means. <laughs> yeah, they get uh, they can get a little wild. Elbow to elbow with it, giant pauldrons and <laughs> axes and uh, <laughs> a lot of fur. A lot of fur around here. Uh, so today we, we're going to talk to Ben Templesmith. Uh, or at least I am. You're going to be there and hang out. You're going to watch. You're going to watch what we do to each other. <laughs> I told you. Notes after. <laughs> Uh, and then additionally, we are going to uh, potentially have a pretty big set of guests, I would say. We can't say what it is yet, but well, well, you, were, you were there. Was I? She just told us who we might have, remember? Who's she? The press lady. I told you I'm drunk. Oh, yeah. Drunk. <laughs> That's all right. I forgot you're drunk. Yes. <laughs> I don't know this guy. He's not drunk. He's drunk. That's I got to keep you on your toes. I know, man. That's why I love having Terry here. Uh, Terry, last time you were here, like officially on mic was... Uh, it would have been one of the music things from, uh, what is it called? The Mid something? Midway. Midway. Wow, was that the last time? Yeah. That was middle of COVID? Yeah. Middle of COVID, yeah. Wow, so you finally returned. Yeah. The legend has returned. Uh, happy to be here. Yeah, well, I'm happy to have you. You and I go way back, and it's always great to have you. And uh, out here thriving. Trying. I'm trying. Uh, you know, we take a little break, you know, get, get into my life together, as everybody knows, but... You know, we're getting on right the right path now. Uh, so I got to hang out with Henry Winkler yesterday. I didn't get to talk about that yet on mic, so I'm going to talk to you about that. How do you feel about Henry Winkler? How do I feel about it? <laughs> Am I supposed to feel any type of way other than, like, positively? Well, he's the Fonz. <laughs> he's, he's also the, the coach and water boy. Yeah. And what else, what else is he in? I remember him most as, um, I think he was a lawyer in two shows that I liked. He was a lawyer in Arrested Development, I think. And he was a lawyer in Parks and Rec. He was the father of uh, God. What's his name? The two, the two, the worst. That dude and his sister. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. Watch show. Anybody who watched show knows exactly what I'm talking about. I'm probably screaming at me right now. Okay. <laughs> well, yes, he's also in Barry. You watched that show, Barry? I've not seen Barry, but I've heard good things. He's in that. He's uh, he just finished writing a book. Uh, but honestly, it was pretty great. It was a great time hanging out with. He was so sweet, so nice. Yeah. Gave me a hug. Uh, some people you see on TV, and it's like he's probably a nice guy in person. <laughs> but I wonder, was he always that nice? Was he when he was the Fonz? He had to grow. Right, because when he was the Fonz, I bet you he was getting so much. You know what? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he was also in Click, I think, right? Uh, Adam. Sa he's in a bunch of Adam Sandler movies, right? Well, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite Adam Sandler movie? Uh, None of them. <laughs> probably Billy Madison, like the oldest of the old, like the most generic answer. You know what's funny is I watched that recently. Yeah. Don't watch it. Yeah, there's a few movies like that. And uh, I saw, I tried to watch uh, Idiocracy. So I was like, of course this movie would, like, of course. Like, looking at what everything's happening. Like, of course it will hold up within the first 
five minutes, like, all right, we're turning this up. Yeah, it does not hold up at all. Yeah, yeah. But it's a different world we live in, right? Different world, yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, you're going to join me today in today's fun. We have an interview with Ben Templesmith, uh, the creator of uh, 30 Days of Night. We also have uh, an experience as well, yesterday's experience. Me and, uh, you remember Ian? Yes. Yeah, so me and Ian yesterday did some 90s trivia. I got fifth place. I was going to say, you should have got first. That's yeah, I, I fucked up two questions. Uh, two questions. That's tight, huh? Yes, yeah. The first question I fucked up was Full House. I thought I got it confused with my family matters. And um, the second one, I can't remember. The yellow yellow logos, and they both start with F, so I get it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Terry. Thank you. Uh, And, yeah, so that happened. And then, uh, see, I got fifth. But uh, our boy Ian got 31st. Nice. (laughs) Out of how many? Uh, 42. Okay. (laughs) Not bottom. Not not bottom. (laughs) Remember. All right. <laughs> in the eye by Pikachu's ear. <laughs> I wish th- I wish the audience could have saw my face because, like, for one quick second, I was like, I don't know if you saw, I was like terrified. I was like, what just touched me? Because <laughs> it was like soft, furry. Uh, all th- yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're here, Terry. We're gonna have a good time. All right, uh, let's go do some walking around, and we'll come back. Oh, I didn't finish to say the experience. So today's experience is going to be the uh, Maid Cafe. Have you been to a maid cafe? Never been to a maid cafe. That's not true. You and I went to one, a really shitty one, in San Jose many, many years ago. Was that a maid cafe? Technically, that's what they were, they were selling it as, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't remember it that way. They closed business, so. Yeah, well. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to be doing that tonight uh, or today, and that'll be a lot of fun. So, are you ready for a cute little kawaii experience? I'm ready. You're kawaii as fuck. Thank you. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back, everybody. All right, so Terry and I are hanging out right in front of the Maid Cafe entrance. Uh, we're going to go to a Maid Cafe. You, we, we established that you've been to one, but you didn't count it. Yeah. Uh, I've actually been to real ones in Japan. So Ooh. I'm cool. <laughs> you know the mic can't hear you. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I wonder, is it going to be any, anything compared to the Japanese? I have high hopes. Yeah? Yeah. How high? Not that high, but it'll be better than our last experience, I'm sure. I think so. I think so. I'm looking forward to it. So our, I think, I believe our ticket comes with a uh, drink, non-alcoholic, <laughs> a snack, non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic. <laughs> uh, a dance, non-alcoholic. What kind of dance are we talking about? Um, a kid dance. What <laughs> dance? A kawaii dance. You said a kid dance. Well, like, very different why don't we like a kid dance? Like, well, like a, you know, like, like, a, you like a kawaii dance, you know? <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, we just saw Tupac uh, Shakur. He's alive still. That's uh, Tupac. Tupac. It's T'Challa Tupac. How do you combine that? Tupac. 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 That's what we just saw. I got to try to get a picture of that guy before we leave. Because that would be a good one. You know, West Side? <laughs> right? No? <laughs> uh, he, actually, funny enough, Tupac just got a, um, a street in Oakland. Oh, really? Did you know that? No, I didn't E-40 was the one who did the, com- the commencement. Oh, of course. And, uh, yeah, one of the streets over there is now called Tupac Shakur Street. Nice. How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? What? <laughs> I'm, as- I'm asking Am just... I supposed to feel something about that because of the way I look? <laughs> Because you like hip hop? <laughs> I 
I love it. <laughs> so for those who don't know, <laughs> Terry is a very proud, beautiful man. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's our vamping. We're learning how to vamp here. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, I'm just very excited to do this make camping. I don't do this as my job, by the way. <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> why? You're not bad. <laughs> well, thank you. That's hey, very generous. You don't got to be, what is it? <laughs> you don't got to be good at it. You just got to be quick. Okay. <laughs> That's all I learned in this business. Just be quick about it. Uh, all right. Anyways, we'll be right back. I'm going to see if we can record while we're in the Maid Cafe. Hopefully, we can actually record some of the sound. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, I remember when we went to R1 in San Jose a long time ago, I remember there being very cold food. I, generally, I do not remember that experience at all, which probably speaks to how not good it was. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. But okay, everybody, we'll be right back, and we'll have some pictures to go along with it. We'll see you soon. All right, so we just finished the Maid Cafe. We will have an interview with the one who runs it, Bebo. That was her name, right, Terry? Bebo. Be Bebo or Bemo? Bebo. Bebo. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll talk to her tomorrow. That's going to be great for day three. Uh, Terry, you know, I'll, 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 I'll save my opinion for tomorrow, but you, you know, you're my co-host for day two here. What did you think? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Tell, tell me the truth. I feel the Kaiwai spirit rising up inside of me, honestly. Yeah. What did you really like about it? I loved, like, the effort, right? Yeah. Like, the, um, like, our last experience, I didn't feel that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel that kind of love, but it was obvious everybody in there, like, liked doing this shit, like, this is what they want to do. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's, I love that, and I guess she'll talk about it more tomorrow, but how she told us how it was about... Um, I'm modernizing it for the American culture. That was smart because when you make it too Japanese, I don't think it speaks to our audience as well as that. Um, you and I also participated in some of the stuff. We were human sacrifices. Uh, we lost, right? We lost. Uh, oh, your notes? Your notes. Did you leave them inside? No, they're in here. Okay, let me read. So while we were doing this, I'm I, oh, I'm going to read them. Uh, I told Terry to write down notes. Now I'm going to read those notes as he wrote them. <laughs> Verbatim. Verbatim. Man, I warned you. <laughs> All right. Here we go. The notes are. This is from beginning to end, basically, right? <laughs> yes. All right. We are the Fluffy Warrior Bunnies. Is our team name? We shall sacrifice the best of us. And we did. We failed our people. And we did. Ritualistic dance was performed. It was. Word games tied and lost. We lost many times today. And that's it. <laughs> Those are great notes, Terry. You. You, uh, you do better journalism than Mike. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and you got a lot of compliments on your sword. Yeah, come get a sword. <laughs> uh, I don't like a cheap sword either. This is like solid. You're going to have fun with that later today. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Terry, thank you so much for, for participating with that. I hope you had a good time. Of course. Thanks for getting me in here. Of course, man. Now, we should have one interview left before we go to the after party. Uh, that's going to be great. It's at DNA Lounge. It's called The Secret Layer. We'll see how that goes. So, 
Let's see if we get our interview in. And if we do, great. And if we don't, we always got tomorrow. All right, everybody. We'll be right back. Yeah. All right. Uncle Dad here. Finally getting to talk to somebody. I've been wanting to talk to you for a long time. It's been very nervous. It's only because you don't know me. Well, now I do know you very well. Yeah, and it turns out you're pretty fucked up because <laughs> you're still here. Jesus. I know. That, that what voice. wrong with you? That voice you hear is the legend himself, Ben Templesmith. How are you? I'm not a legend. I'm maybe a myth at best. <laughs> you're a legend to me, man. I When th when I first read I 30 Days a Night, words. 30 Days a Night blew my mind, man. When I first read that, it blew my mind. I appreciate that. I didn't write it, though, so it's well, like, it doesn't matter. I created the ambiance <laughs> and the, the mood for it. So, yeah, I did the art. So. Uh, I, wanted I created a lot of the characters, too. The little girl was all me. Just so you know. I am very proud of that fact, yes. As you should be. So, yeah. I, I am curious. I want to talk to you about some real shit right now. <laughs> you gotta wait till I point the mic at you. All we've been doing is talking about your dick size. You know I'm really gonna release this. I'm just trying to razz you and make you feel so awkward, and you just roll with everything. It's frightening. Because I, I, there's nowhere else I can go without debasing myself completely. Like, no, you're just cool with everything I throw at you. It's disturbing as fuck. Is that disturbing, or is that confidence in the, in the best form? Confidence. It's 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 a it's it's, it's confident masculinity. In that I could say anything to you, and it, it doesn't—it just go. You you understand that sense of humor and the jokes, and like you're not precious, you're not like easily offended, obviously. And like, yeah, man, you're a lot of fun, and it's easy to vibe with people like that. Yeah. But man, it's like there's nothing I can say to you that gets to you. It's weird. Well, there's probably a couple things you could say, but well, I haven't been mean to you. But I'm actually—I've said you had a this man. Just so you, the audience knows, has a gigantic penis. It bulges out of his pants. It's been the talk of the town, this whole con. It's crazy. It's called Fan Expo for a reason with three X's, right? No, it is not. You are, you are a non-augmented person. Am I, am I correct in that? You have not had surgery? or uh, I neither confirm or deny. Well, that's not what you... Earlier, you told me it was totally natural. Well, yeah, but I got it. Listeners don't get the real me all the time. You told me you were a grower, not a shower. Well, today let, I, uh, let me tell you, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, he is both. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of work this all. Later. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm sorry, I don't but know. for those who don't no, know, I do, I do comics for a living. I have fun with them. <laughs> I am pretty dirty with them, but yeah. So if you like weird, fucked up sense of humor, dirty shit, then yeah, that's that's me. You know, I've always wanted to ask you this, and I'm sure you asked, I'm sure you've been asked this no, before. I have no filter. And I want to hear the truth. Not was, on the mouth, no. <laughs> what was your honest yes. thoughts about the movie when it came out? Did you love it, love it or hate it? Why do you want to know that? Because I, I, I had my opinion on it. I'm just curious about yours. Yeah, I know you have your opinion on it. And it's okay. So that question is very complicated in so many ways. So the reason you're asking me that is because as a person who helped create the book and create the property, yeah. the intellectual property, yeah. you want to know if I had a problem with anything? Is that what you're rooting around for? Like, do you want to know what, like... Or, I mean, it's such a complicated question with so many different answers. And But here's the real answer. And I, you know, I get asked that all the time. Sure, yeah. That is the most generic question. I love possible. it, yep. You were meant to be someone who knew who I was. Yes. And didn't want to do this shit to me. <laughs> Still is. I fucking hate Will Smith. After the, uh, assaulting someone on stage, I do not approve of that. I'm a nice guy. I don't fight people like that. Um, you just like to touch your dicks. <laughs> no, only threaten to if they're having fun. It's a guy thing. Is it a guy thing? We just start oh, like... Dude, I've gone and grabbed a good cheek, a handful of cheek, of a good friend. And they know me. They know I'm cool with it. They're cool with it. Grab his so right now. I would never... Grab his right now. I don't know him. And but you know him through me. I have standards. <laughs> I'm sure he has a tremendously great shaped butt. He does. 
He works out. Actually, so the question is, yeah. it doesn't matter what I think. Why? Because I made the book. I created something. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's irrelevant to me what someone else made of something I already had done my own version of. Because I had no control. Sure. And I also, you don't make any extra money if the movie does well. I mean, you might get a better a, a sequel if it does a billion dollars or something, obviously. But, so it's immaterial what I think. It matters what you think. That is the ultimate reason it was made. Not because of what I might think if I might like the movie made out of a thing. That's what you think. And it, I honestly don't, on a level, like most levels, I don't give a shit. Because I like comics and I make comics to tell stories. And I already made the comic I wanted. And I don't see movies as a step above another creative medium. Like writing, like novels, like prose. Comics is an American Americana, right? It's a, it's a medium in its own right of storytelling. And then there's movies and TV. I don't see one as a stepping stone to the other. I respect comics enough that it doesn't matter what I think of the movie. Ultimately, it matters what you think. You were the market they made it for. They didn't make it for me. I already have stories in my head and I made a book. Um, obviously, I didn't hate the movie, obviously. So I'm not talking trash. Sure. Um, every medium has its own different different uh, strengths and weaknesses. So that's why some things get changed and adapted sometimes. At least that. And the fact that producers and uh, often and executives are often morons. And sometimes creatives just want to leave their mark as well. So they change things. I'm not talking about this movie. I'm talking about anything. Sure. For no apparent reason to leave their mark to change shit up. It's crazy. So. But good answer. It was pretty good all up. Uh, Compared to what could, things could happen. Of course, yeah. Some properties, as we've seen. So, you know. Cool. I, I ask you that generic question so for a reason. the age of changing genders on every character for the hell of it. Like, this was a film people didn't know. There was no awareness outside of the small comic audience. So, that it didn't matter. Um, but, it, I mean, it was filmed in New Zealand. But obviously it took place, you didn't know that, but it took place in the far north Arctic, right? Yeah. So there was no actual Inuit people in it. But I mean, they were from the south, they were New Zealanders, so that's all right. But I mean, yeah, it was before that. was made. So they didn't change any characters. They were who they were, really. I mean, they did amalgamate a couple and um, for the story purposes, but they didn't purposely change anything because everything was already said. It was fine. Yes, there are a bunch of white people in Alaska. There is a bunch of white people in Alaska. That's true, yes. We didn't get into the indigenous people either because, although since the movie came out, and I can't pronounce the name and I forget how you say it, the, the town of Barrow, Alaska, which I've been to, has they've changed it to the Inuit, uh, the indigenous name, shall we say, whatever the people are. Whatever, okay. I cannot pronounce it for the life of me. So it's still Barrow, but I'd like to respect the owners of the traditional owners of the land if I could, but I don't remember the name. If I can make it more pronounceable, I'm sorry. The thing I wanted to make. I mean, I asked me about the comic. Yeah, I prefer to have had more time to do it. Oh man, if I could redraw it now, I would because I've grown a lot, I hope, as an artist. It's like, that's nothing to do with the movie, though. Sure. Because yeah. I did the book. I love that. I love that. And no, I had no uh, input in the movie, obviously. Yeah, right. My pages, my comic pages were up in the costume department. So they did use my work as accurately, but that was the work. It wasn't me doing any extra work. You were telling them things. Okay, well, I have another question for you. Go. Is it as terrible as the last one? I might be. Okay. <laughs> uh, why do you hate the color pink? Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> we're not going to answer that question. What's your favorite pizza topping? My favorite pizza topping? Yeah. Gender, shall we say. 
Do you like men or women or like in between? You can just ask me if I'm gay or straight. Well, that's what I'm asking. Just ask me that. Yes. Are you okay? Are you gay or straight? I'm straight. Why? You know what? I ask myself that all the time. That's what you're asking. Why do I like pink? I'm asking like, well, why do you like what you like? It's bullshit. No. Then we dive into why I like men and women. No, then I just ask. Apparently, you really... I'm sorry, man. I appreciate your candidness 100%. I don't know. I was trying to answer your question. It just got really awkwardly. Um, it didn't get awkward. It got real. Guess what? I'm still not faced by it. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, you're not. <laughs> I'm more faced that you were you were offended by my question. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was. I didn't want to get into a minefield. I'm like, I wasn't literally. I was just trying to beat around the bush. It was like, like, why do you like what you like? It's a preference. It does. I don't fucking know why I like pink. I hate pink. Sorry, but I, I don't like pink. Of all the colors, I just probably because I've had because it's a different meaning as to why. Life, who like pink too much? I'm like, no, not pink. I don't like. I don't like pink. Just as a color, I rarely use it. I don't like it. Purple, I have use for. Um, pink, no. I'm more. I like warm colors. But pink is useless in most of the work I do. Like, there is no pink in these. What if there was a 30 Days of Night pink version? Well, I. I that would clearly be unauthorized. <laughs> We're gonna work on that now, just gonna, so you know. They're gonna pay me for that. <laughs> I'm gonna do a bootleg of it. Don't worry. I don't like pink. Fuck you. <laughs> That's. I want that on my poster now. Next question. I want. <laughs> Next question, bitch. <laughs> All right. Let's get fighty now. Let's get fighty. Let's do it. Uh, tell me why you. Tell me why you won't drink Johnny Walker. Because <laughs> I drink alcohol. <laughs> or whatever the oh, phrase. I don't know if I would say that. But toilet water. Okay. Uh, I'll delete that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, delete. Uh, yeah, I was trying to go for like. Oh, that's a little. That's a little harsh. I don't. I don't drink things that have. Don't drink that bitch shit. I don't. I don't drink things that have full people's names. They're meant to have one name and that's it. Like McCallan. Yeah, that's great. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich. Nope. Places, place names, not people names. Once you go people's names, it's low class. I'm sorry, Jim Beam drinkers, and Johnny Walker drinkers, but if you have color coded alcohol, it's toy alcohol. Okay, Jameson. Oh, that's the other one. No, uh, that's wait, not, wait, but it's Jameson. Does Jameson do by numbers by year of? No, well they do. Jameson. They do Jameson oak age. They do Jameson barrel age. They do yeah, 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 Jameson yeah. whatever. Yeah, then, then you have to know the age. Yes. So with real grown-up alcohol, it's like the, the lowest they go is twelve. So the tw- it's twelve years, yeah. right? I think it's even twelve years. But do they do it by color? No. Or do they do it by year? They don't do by either. So it's just Jameson. Just Jameson. Oh, it's the Prada of fucking uh, alcohol, apparently. Irish whiskey. Well, I have. Uh, look, I don't hate Jameson, but it's not my anywhere near good favorite. No. It's a generically base level one, but you can get away with that one. That's all right. Okay, right? I'll get away with that because I like Jameson a lot. It's Irish, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You like the Irish? Right? I've never been. I don't know. You never been to Ireland? Uh, they, they seem like lovely people. I'd like to go. Oh, I like. You never been there. You're more like famous the, than me. I like potatoes. <laughs> You like potatoes? Yeah, I fucking do. What's your favorite potato dish? Like potato and leek soup would be great. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I just want to tell you. I like fries, man. That's why I'm in America. I like proper. Fr- no, I fr- like chips. Chips. Yeah, Americans don't do chips. You do fries. You do fries. Terrible compared to proper chips. Those are fighting words. Well, you guys don't know how to do proper fish and chips. I don't think we don't do a lot of good food. To be honest with you. In the Anglo world, there's a way you do fish and chips, and it's just better. It's okay. different. I think the batter's different. It's just this. Maybe it's my nostalgia for it, but if you tried my favorite fish and chip joint back in Australia, you'd be like, yeah, this is some good shit, man. I'm pretty sure you'd like it. I'd really? love to know the American to know the difference. Okay, I'm going to make a trip down there. And then I'm gonna de- Ironically, it's cooked by an, a, a Singaporean man. 
Oh. Who migrated to Australia, so. Whoa, do you but know? It was taught by the old Greek guy that used to run the place. So there you go. What is the name of this place? I don't know. It's a fish and chip place in my local grandparents. The place is so great, but I don't know the name of it. It's not called a name anymore. It's just the fish and chip shop. Oh, is that it? In the place. It's like, what's the name of that gas station you visited? 7-Eleven. Yeah, that's one generic name. But like, it's just, these places are synonymous. There's one in every city or town. And it's like, it's part of our food culture. Gotcha. 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 Yeah, it's like asking what the name of that gas station was. Like, we don't have, it's just whatever it is. It is the, the one in that area. All right. I gotcha. I gotcha. Motherfucker. <laughs> I can't tell. I I can't tell if Ben Devilsmith likes me or hates me. Next question, bitch. <laughs> that must be my answer. Uh, okay. No, I, I like doing. It. I I quite I kind of like you, but just not in that way. Well, the fun thing is, I'm gonna go to your I'm going to your hotel tonight. Not in so the mouth, not in the mouth. <laughs> uh, well, I'll it, take free alcohol if you want to buy me. Uh, I do want to buy you a drink. It won't be Jameson. Well, I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Uh, it's got to be a scotch of my choosing. It'll be a scotch, and then you'll figure it out. I do Glenlivet and Macallan 12. Okay. Uh, That's it. Glenlivet's like the cheaper one because everything's got shot do up. you take right. shots? You don't do scotch with shots, no, no, my saying, friend. I'm it is not a saying scotch. Drink. But I'm saying, do you do shots in general? I mean, I can do. I grew up d- doing them. But like, I drink scotch. I don't mix my drinks much. Oh, okay. Because I am, again, a grown-up. You don't mix your drinks unless you want a really, really shitty morning later on. i got to work tomorrow. I mean... Okay. So do I. I mean, it depends, but like, <laughs> I mean, as long as it's related alcohol drink, like yes, Jameson shots on top of the yeah, but no. A nice scotch on the rocks is what I do. Good man. I am a grown man now. You are a grown man. I'm forty fucking five. You're only forty five. You look easily thirty eight. Oh fuck you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean that, but okay. No, no, it's like I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. I uh, know you're lying. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. But, I appreciate that. I think you're wonderful, Ben. No, I'm just older now, so now I do. I stick to one drink, and I'm boring. That's smart. I'm really, really a boring person. Trust me. I don't know. You seem pretty awesome to me. No, I appreciate it. <laughs> I would hang out with you. Uh, well, like I said, if you supply the, buy me the drinks I want, then it's like, yeah, I'll give you some time. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, uh, hey, I gotta, I gotta work for a living too, you know. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you, uh, Ben. I, I can be easily bored. Don't just trust me. Yeah. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> oh, not that easy. <laughs> nice, man, I got a price. Uh, ben, thank you so much. Uh, I have to it's say this. It's cold in here. Look, you're... His nips were super hard earlier. Oh, we're closing. We're closing, so I guess that's it. That's the interview's over. <laughs> they just saying that because they actually want you to leave. Probably. So, you know. Probably. I, I mean, I go on tour with them, too. They not say anything. They just want to <laughs> kick you out, man. You've been a problem maker the whole time. I have been a problem maker all the time. I was in the maid cafe. You should see what, what I did in there. What was again? <laughs> Apart from old dad, or what was it? Uncle... Uncle... <laughs> Uncle dad? Uncle dad. Old dad. I like old dad. Old spice. All right, everybody, that's... Do you have a guy on your show yet called Old Spice? You no, can come on. no, no, no. Uh, that's you, Old Spice. Can I be Old Spice? Can you I be come Old Spice. on the show? Yes. Uh, do you do it by, like, Skype or Zoom? We can do everything, anything you want, yeah. Oh, I just want to come and see it. So how's your penis going? <laughs> Has it grown any more? Has the surgeon got back to you yet? I'm going to send you a picture. A reju- you're, the, you're the only man in history who needs a penis reduction. <laughs> All right. Well, that's Ben Templesmith, everybody. That's very cool as well, by the way. <laughs> ben Templesmith. You're, you're very, you're a very uh, tolerant human being. I appreciate exactly. you. You had some interesting questions, but yeah, it's, thanks for letting me just go off the rails. That's all I want to do here. Ben Templesmith, can my audience follow you on Instagram? Yeah, I'm at Templesmith on most social media everywhere. Just uh, Instagram, Twitter. I barely do Twitter anymore. Uh, Blue Sky. Yeah, I'm Ben Templesmith. I don't know Blue Sky is. Okay, so where all the cool people who left Twitter went? Well, some of them. You know what that is? It's an invite-only one right now. Oh, he knows what that is. 
it's it started up by one of the guys well from the the guy that started twitter i guess i don't know it's where a bunch of people that don't like drama you go tell them about it on purpose. yeah i don't have an invite code for you <laughs> fuck you damn it <laughs> ben tell us with everybody uh, oh, oh, wait 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 uh, oh, wait tell uh, yes. anything templesmith.com is the best place to go for everything that i have and all the links and shit Go check your shit out. It's amazing. Really, yeah, it's it is. It's when it's audio only because I can't just give you this. Yeah, I have to spell it out, don't I? Not really. I, I Templesmith.com. <laughs> Templesmith. Templesmith on all social media, yeah. Instagram especially. I love Instagram. I love it too, man. Thank you so much. Absolute pleasure. Really, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Right. So when do I get my money? Oh, shit. All right. It's the end of day two. That means it's the end of guest host Terry's time. Terry, thank you for so much for being a part of day two. Uh, you got to experience a maid cafe. You got to experience some cool cosplays, and you got to see Ben Templesmith essentially verbally <laughs> assault you. <laughs> and you didn't back down. I respect that. Hey, man. If you mess with the bull, baby, you get the horns. You get the horns. He gave it. He gave you all of it. Yeah. I didn't step down once. Yeah. <laughs> he and he's a legend, and I am not. I am but a worm at his feet. I didn't say that now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's the end of the uh, con. What was your highlight? What was your favorite thing of the your time here? Uh, the part where I got a sword. Yes. So tell them about your sword real fast. It's not your penis. Well, <laughs> let's not go there. It is a solid plastic black sword. It is like you, know, you go to cons and you get like cheap shit. This this is not cheap shit. <laughs> this is. I'm gonna be swinging this around for the rest of the week. You'll definitely hurt somebody. I'll probably hurt myself. Yeah. You should, uh, you should get one for your brothers. No. And you guys battle. But why would I give them the upper hand or an advantage at all? I'm the one with the sword. What I say goes. I like the way you think. What's your favorite anime with the sword? <laughs> <laughs> what is my favorite anime with the sword? Uh, I just finished Bleach. That was pretty dope. The new one. Okay. There's a new season. Yeah. Wow. Why? Why? <laughs> um, because some series will never die. Like Naruto? Oh, no, Naruto did die. Technically. Then it became Baruto, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you like which Baruto? All about, which ended up being all about Naruto, which is funny. But. And then there's a remake of Naruto right now. Is there? Is oh, it? yeah, yeah. I saw that, actually. Yeah. The remastering of him, I guess, right? Yeah. Do you like that? That sounds good to me. They, they're doing, I think they're doing, like, some pretty, like, classic, important seasons. Are they? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they're they're hitting like the, the basically all of the high points of the series. They're like reanimating that, as I understand it. That, that's true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Terry, thank you so much again for being a part of this. Uh, do you want to give your Instagram a shout out since you do some art or no? Yeah, I'm Terry. Makes stuff pretty much everywhere. X, the formerly Twitter. Some other one that I can't be invited to. Blue Sky, which you are not getting invited to. Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, go follow him. You have great art. Some of the best art. Seriously, I, and I say this. I, mean, say it. I say this all the time. Best art on the planet. I didn't say that, no. <laughs> but it's some of the best art that, in my friend group that I have of artists. You're in that top five for sure. I think uh, your art is it's fun. It's cute. It's sweet. It's, it's, it, speaks, it speaks into emotional value sometimes. Uh, and I, it's always very Terry. And I love, I love that about your art. So go please check him out at Terry Mix Stuff. And of course... Be sure to continue to follow us at Uncle Dad Talks. And you did a, you did a good job filling in for Mike. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Mike, uh, you know, he has big shoes to fill. 
Or you have big I shoes. Got big shoes to fill. He got big ass feet. He does have big ass feet. Do you know that? I that was just bullshitting. But <laughs> oh, he does. He, he, he does. He does. You know what they say about a man big feet? They say, "Damn, you got some big ass dick." <laughs> Damn, I wasn't going to say that. This is probably our most vulgar episode <laughs> we've had in a long is time. Uh, it's been a while since we've had this much fun. Uh, like as far as like just being openly freely. To start with, I would <laughs> pulled it back. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's uh, hanging out with hometown heroes. That's why. I just feel like we're in the we're in that mood now because of the last interview. Because of Ben Templesmith. Yeah. And if you notice, I'll never just call him Ben. I have to call him Ben Templesmith. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll be right back uh, in a few minutes uh, with day three. Uh, and let's just add oh, also tomorrow or later on. I will have coverage about the after party. It's a secret lair at DNA Lounge. Uh, awesome. Thank you, guys. All right, everyone. It's the beginning of day three. Uh, today, I will be running the show solo. That's right. You got two guest hosts, and you got me all weekend. Uh, big shout out to Mike. Uh, normally, he'd be here with me, obviously, but, you know, he's doing his thing for the holidays, and, hey, that's awesome. Um, one thing I just want to kind of quickly bring up uh, for day three is that I took a lot of notes this weekend, and the notes I took them from, or what I used to take my notes, was none other than field notes. Uh, that's right. If you ever heard by now, Field Notes is our newest sponsor. It is truly one of the best writing products on the market. Uh, they they are incredibly well made, very sturdy. I really can't recommend them enough. They have all types of styles to fit your personality. Uh, what I love about it, it has like a minimist, minimalistic look to it, but at the same time, it's sophisticated. Uh, I really cannot recommend it enough. Uh, so the cool thing is if you go to feelnotesbrand.com, uh, you'll get and type in the code UNCLEDAD10, all one word, you'll get 10% off your first purchase. Uh, and to my understanding, you get 10% off anything. So why not? Stack it up. Go out there. Get yourself something to write on. Uh, I think the art of writing is something we should never lose. And what better way to do it? And then I have a nice little field notes uh, notebook with you wherever you go. Because that's where I'm taking my notes. So And you can do the same just like Uncle Dad does. So go out there. Go to feelingnotesbrand.com. Use promo code UNCLEDAD10 for 10% off your first purchase. Uh, now, now that that's out the way, uh, day three, I just kind of want to recap what happened at the end of the night. So at the end of the night, we actually got to go to the Secret Layer After Party hosted by Fan Expo SF and, uh, along with uh, San Francisco uh, Burlesque Review Hubba Hubba. Uh, I really cannot recommend checking out Hubba Hubba enough if you are in the SF area. It is always at the DNA Lounge. Uh, I think it's every Monday, if I remember correctly. Uh, it's quite the experience. I'm going to post pictures with this as well. Uh, it is a great uh, attraction between, uh, you know, sexual exploration or expression, I should say, but at the same time, keeping it classy and erotic all together. It's a truly quite the experience and it's the great thing is it's it's kind of nerd related so yesterday the themes were star trek um we had like vintage uh, and then one of my my favorite one though is they did a dune themed um a burlesque dancer who, who basically was uh, zendaya's character uh dressed up in a very similar outfit and you know she was from you know exploring the world of arrakis it was quite interesting uh, so yeah, so that was something that I'm gonna remember for sure. Uh, it was like, great to see so many people who probably don't go to those type of uh, venues. This was at the DNA Lounge. So the DNA Lounge, for those who don't know, is a venue in San Francisco that's kind of a mix between a music venue and a nightclub. It also has a really good pizza place next to it as well. Uh, but truly a, a, a great time for people who 
wanted to kind of get outside of their comfort zone and be able to explore something different when you're at the con. So today is day three. Uh, I'm about to make my way out to the floor. It's going to be a good time. Uh, today we should be interviewing Bebo, uh, who is basically she's a music artist and she also oversees the maid cafes for fan expo uh so it's pretty exciting to, to talk to her as well today and we should begin some celebrity interviews today so we should have a whole variety of things for you uh on this portion of the show so uh without further ado i'll be back and uh let's have some fun today guys all right uncle dad here with bebo is that right, Bebo? Yeah. <laughs> Do you not like my name? <laughs> I just I think Uncle Daddy is funny. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I have gotten that uh, a few times now. Um, <laughs> not in the best ways, though, unfortunately. Um, let's talk about uh, what, what you... Well, first off, let's, if you could do me a favor. Sure. Introduce yourself to my audience and who you are, what you do, and what, why, why I'm talking to you. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, hi, everyone. Hi, listeners. First of all, good choice of listening material. Wow. <laughs> Uncle Daddy in the house. <laughs> um, my name is Bebo. I work at Maid Cafe Mikasu. I've been doing this for seven years now, and we travel around uh, all over North America, putting on Maid Cafe performances and Maid Cafe experiences for nerds like you. <laughs> uh, she means the audience, not me. <laughs> um, so for those who don't know what a Maid Cafe is, can you give like a small summary as to what it is? Yeah, so Maid Cafes are a type of cafe where the waitresses dress in cute maid outfits and serve like waitresses. So you're coffee, tea, your beverage, your um, desired food. So pretty much the waitress that's wearing a cosplay. And maid cafes are intended to be PG, family-friendly events. Um, so we do stick to that. And we sing and we dance. And it's pretty much like dinner and a show. So think medieval times with maids, except less lancing and no horse riding. So <laughs> uh, Medieval times with maids. That should be on your... Actually, yeah, that's a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. That's, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Uh, what, I, what I wanted to ask, is I, have, I have some notes here, uh, because I tried to be professional um, the best I can. Uh, so I'm curious, what about, the culture, what about the culture of maid cafes made you want to pursue this as a career? Oh, well, not the money. <laughs> not the money, for sure. I mean, this is the entertainment industry, so every penny I make goes towards therapy. <laughs> I get it though. Like I do, I do. I don't necessarily work in the entertainment industry, but I do get it. Like I do a lot of entertaining myself, so I get it. It's kind of like, a, I think, escapism, you know, like you go to a convention and it's like you're on your feet all day. You've been waiting in lines, stuff like that. And then you get to come to the maid cafe, which is just like a, an escape, you know, like we always say you've been isekai you know, if you die in the maid cafe, you die in real life. <laughs> so you leave your worries at the door and you just come in and you kind of like get to forget about like paying rent and like everything that might be, um, you know, making you feel like depressed not to get real about it but like oh, depressed in real life and stuff like that and you get to just kind of escape with us for an hour into this kawaii world of pink puffy dresses and you know where you're just a kid at heart you know is that why you wanted to kind of make this like kind of pursue this as a career like yeah. You know? It's a career. <laughs> I well, can call this a career. Can I, I put this on my resume? Yeah, Wait a minute. I think you can. It's, it's, it's interesting, right? When you, I, I, I love that you say that because we struggle with that a lot. Like, you know, yeah, technically, quote unquote, technically I'm a journalist, right? But realistically, I'm a podcaster. 
And so I, I struggle with that too, where it's like, do I say that's a career? I don't know, right? Yeah, like, yeah, so, yeah, yeah see, so same, thing, same thing for you. Of course it's a career, right? Yeah, I mean, at this, I do do this full time now, so I would say that this is a like a career, I guess. Is, isn't that amazing though? Like you were yeah. doing this because you love it and now you're able to do this as how you live, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I travel, so I, I do this, like, I live out of my suitcase. I do, like, two to three events every month. Wow. So I get to meet the most amazing people. Like, this is really what drives me to do this, is creating connections and, like, getting to know people, traumatizing young children, you know? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Wait, cut that out. <laughs> oh, no, I'll keep that in. No, no, no. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> um, but getting to meet people is really, um, and, like, seeing people come in, like, actually kind of, like, scared like someone always buys the maid cafe ticket and someone always gets told they're going to a maid cafe you know what i mean so someone buys the tickets and they're like i can't go alone bro you're coming with me (laughs) ride or die you know and then they come together and then they leave like bright-eyed like this is like an amazing experience they have so much fun that especially also like you come and you sit at a table with strangers and you come as strangers leave as family i think you know like all of these people now have this core memory you know, they might not remember your name, but they do remember the time they came to this convention and went to the Maid Cafe and got to do really cringy stuff that no one will believe that they did when they tell their friends, you know. Um, so I think that's just a really cool thing. You know, I love that you say that because it's true. Like when I walked in here, you could feel that some people were kind of mm. like, you know, a little not nervous, I would say. Maybe sure. maybe nervous. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what I love about the Maid Cafe experience, especially covering so many cons, is like, you see so many people who aren't the most outgoing of people, right? But then they give this a shot and it allows them to kind of break down that little bit of a barrier they have or whatever it may be because they're nervous or, Mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff. Like you you said, stated earlier, like the escapism, right? Mm -hmm. And it allows them to almost be somebody else for a moment. And I think that's quite beautiful that you can do that for people. And I want to say this, your stage presence is incredible. Absolutely. All of us, yes, as as a unit. Sure, yeah, 100%. But I think like when you, because you're the host, right? Like in some respect, you're the main host, right? Would you agree with that? You're the main host? I, I would say... For the most part, yes. everyone plays their their roles in hosting, and everyone does an yeah. absolutely incredible job. I tend to take the microphone because I, I don't know, I have a lot on my brain, and I have ADHD, so I tend to spew the most. <laughs> so I like that because it's, I can almost see you being like a like a standard comedian in some respects. Oh, it is. Really, I can definitely see it. Say like. less. <laughs> I can definitely see it. Like I quit. I, <laughs> <laughs> I see the energy, and I see you're very good at working the room. But honestly, that sometimes that's 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 how like easy it is. Well, people expect like so. Maid cafes in Japan are so very polite, yes. and I remember back in 2017, I did like this three-day training program with Maid Treeman. You might have you ever heard of Maid Treeman in Japan? I have not. It's a really big maid cafe, probably one of the biggest and competitor like with at-home maid cafe, right? So they're yeah, like, the other one, yeah. yeah, those are like the the stars. Those are what we aspire to be. And I did a little training program with them, and I remember getting scolded because I was just not professional enough, you know what I mean? And so, uh, and at that time I was running this cafe as well because, you know, I started this seven years ago. So, um, like, I was running this and I was a little discouraged because we weren't fitting into that mold of like Japanese maid cafes, like the very polite, like, you know what I mean? Like we were feral for a lack of better words. And so I was like, okay, maybe we can be feral, but not rabid, you know what I mean? And we can like direct that a little bit, but like we're an American maid cafe that's based off of, 
you know, Japanese culture, like inspired. So we like to blend Maid Cafe, kind of like idol show, everything like this into one and create more of an experience without like saying that we're in like authentic Maid Cafe. Like we do our best and I'm told that we do a really good job being as, you know, like authentic kind of like energy. Um, But we definitely put our own spin on it to kind of like capture the ADHD, which is the American audience, I think. You know, and I think uh, it's kind of funny that you say that because I, when I first watched this, it really impressed me how you kind of made it such a U.S. friendly experience Mm -hmm. because I think if it was like the traditional Japanese experience, I don't know how, how it would translate for everybody, Right. right? Yeah, well, people come in either expecting this traditional Japanese experience or they're expecting something that's like sexy. Right. Which and I want to actually ask you about. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, I'm curious because that is a big misconception, right? A big misconception is, oh, these all these beautiful women, which is true, beautiful women for sure, hundred percent. Wow. <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> <my> uncle Daddy. <laughs> you know, but it but it is very Career. true, and uh, I try, <laughs> and uh, you know, I think. I, I I don't know. There's this weird, just like feeling of like, oh well, we're gonna go in here and these women are gonna do whatever it may be. So mm-hmm. I'm curious, you know, have you ever dealt with any sort of issues with that at all? Yeah, well, some sometimes, but I just beat them up. So <laughs> I, I, I hope that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually, um, for the most part, when people uh, ask us and they're like, "Is this 18 plus?" Blah blah blah, and we're like, "It is not." We stay super family friendly. As you, you know, like you were at a table earlier with two like very young yes. children, like two, I think, and like. F- they were both like two or three years old yeah Yeah. um and your table name was pretty pretty princesses by the way don't tell them out there (laughs) because you are pretty pretty anyways um so we are super family friendly and if anybody ever uh has that kind of like idea that we are something else they either is like leave or they stay and end up enjoying it anyways you know so really that's great because i I was worried because i've been to one for another con in sacramento not affiliated with the people that you had but um that way there was there were men there being a little too abrasive mm. and so i'm just curious like you know you never really ran into that before never and like i said i'll beat people up like, i believe it i believe it yeah <laughs> no. believe um it. yeah so we we try to stay authentic so as far as like being pg right sure. so maid cafes are supposed to be pg if they lean more into the sexy category 18 plus after hours content it's not necessarily supposed to be labeled as a maid cafe. It's more of a cosplay cafe where they're cosplaying as maids. So in name, they should be called a cosplay cafe and not a maid cafe. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they'll do whatever they want. Sure. You know, that's funny. I didn't know that actually. Interesting. You just taught me something. Um, so when we talk about um, all this great stuff that you do, I, before we wrap up here, I have to, I have to bring it up. Yeah. You are a musician, <laughs> right? Uh, I I pretend. (laughs) I pretend to report, so it's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I am. Uh, So I am a gyaru, right? Um, So for any of you who don't know what gyaru means, that means gal in Japanese. So that is a um, what like a subculture of Japanese fashion that really um, leans towards trying to be what they think an American teenager looked like in the early 2000s. So very kind of like Britney Spears, kind of like tan skin, bleach blonde hair, this eye makeup, like lots of eye makeup, lashes, the whole nine yards, um, but uh, kind of a larger personality, right? And going back to the escapism thing, when we were talking about, oh, well, these people get to be something different when they're, you know, in here, 
Same goes for the maids, right? So I'm not really a loud person. I'm actually a bit shy. <laughs> As you, I'm very, I'm very shy and I'm very awkward. I would honestly not expect okay, that. Okay. Yes. Well, I am. Um, this is my chance to be this kind of loud and uh, boisterous personality. Is the maid cafe? So. I get very flustered when people ask me about my personal projects and stuff like this because I'm very shy, <laughs> very actually very shy about it. But um, I do write music and I'm influenced by J-pop, um, idol music like Love Live and stuff like this, but also like Vocaloid, right? So my character at the Maid Cafe is an android from space. So I'm your Gyaru from the stars, right? I wow, <laughs> branding. Yeah, I'm learning so much right now, I love it. <laughs> so my music does tend to have more of a Vocaloid feel to it, but I also love rock and roll. So, which leans more back into the Gyaru. So like Avril Lavigne and stuff like this, you know? I try to bring in dad rock. Yeah. Dad rock. But anime girls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Throw in, so you know, Nickelback. <laughs> Look at, look at this photograph, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Throw in some Screamo, okay. anime girls doing Screamo, and you've got yourself the type of music, the very niche type of music that I like. So, I have some music coming out. I haven't quite released or debuted yet as a Kage Ero, that means an idol overseas, right? However, I do have music lined up, and uh, I'm going to be trying to hit the scene as hard as I can. So I'm going to have a song pretty much every other month coming out. Um, to try to like put this kind of niche sounding music out there. So anyway, that's my that's my plug. So and so just so we're on the same page. If they when when you do hit Spotify, mm -hmm. what would it be under? Um, probably just Bebo. Yeah, because uh, that's my name, Bebo. <laughs> um, so it'll probably be under Bebo. But um, I post mostly am active on Instagram uh, at Boba Bebo, B O B A B E E B O. Yeah. I just followed you actually yesterday. Oh, what a stalker. I know, yes. Oh. I'm trying to be prepared. That's all it was. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, so I have some previews up of my music, but I have a Christmas song in collaboration with the Maid Cafe that I work for, Maid Cafe Mikasu, coming out on the 1st of December. And I have my debut rock song coming out on the 13th called Galax Beep. And it's kind of a theme song for myself because, you know, everyone should have a theme song, I think. You're, you're right. I wish I had one, but you're right. And yours is girls just want to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to play that right now. Don't worry. Girls, this is my. <laughs> theme song right here. Wow, that was amazing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so. Uh, so when, I, when this episode comes out, mm. it'll be December 1st. No way. Yeah, so are we able to, can I play it? Like a portion of it? Is that possible? Which one? The one that comes out December 1st. Yeah, this one's boring. You should play this one. You have to give me, the one you give me, I'll put, I'll put it on. Oh. Think about it. Okay, there's options. There's options, yes. I'm trying to think of the most out-of-pocket one I can give you. <laughs> Please. They're, they're real out-of-pocket. Like sometimes there's some lyrics that are like, what did she just say? <laughs> so well, when you say that though, you don't mean like offensive, right? Uh, so well, there's. A <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> What's offensive? <laughs> Anime girl mindset. All of my songs are family friendly. Okay. Unless you listen to the lyrics. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. It's the same thing with my show. <laughs> I have a I have a song coming out uh, in like February, right? So you're the first person I'm telling you about this. So exclusive. Oh, exclusive. Uncle Dad. <laughs> Uncle Dad exclusive. Let's go. Oh, I have a song called coming out called Cosmic God. Right, it's a rock song. It's got anime girls doing screamo. I think it's pretty cool. 
in there, I'll give you a little hint of the lyric. It says, um, one of the lyrics says, I'll be your God, so bow to me. So it's very yandere, yeah? Even on Alive, there is no escape from me. I like it. I love it. No, I really do love it. I think it's awesome. Uh, so, okay. So please go check her out. Her music's coming out. Hopefully I'll have something to play for you if I don't. I will. I'll send you something. Okay. That'd be awesome. And then um, one of my last things I wanted to ask you was that you guys had choreography, choreography, uh, choreography, no, choreography. Do not cut this out. How do I know what's the word? Choreography? What's the word for that? You okay? <laughs> Should I be concerned about you right am now? I, having a stroke I right think now? you might. I think I am too. Uh, you have. You smell toast. It's <laughs> all going dark. Uh, you know. Choreography. Oh, wait, hold on. Choreography. 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 Yeah. That sounds right, right? Yeah, yeah. It's you know when you say a word yeah. <laughs> and it starts sounding weird? Yeah, okay. So the choreography you have, uh, is that all, all done by, like, not planned by you, I guess, or set up by you? How does that work? As far as the dance that the we dan do? The dancing, yeah. So we, uh, the song that you saw us performing was Give Me Chocolate by Baby Metal. And we, uh, that is their official choreography <laughs> is it okay I yeah, know that. So, um, that's theirs uh, we do have our own original made cafe music that we release that I produce and release um, and we have our own original choreography um, to that um, so we do sometimes make our own but a lot of times we perform songs that inspire us and that we love so like yeah. baby metal <laughs> baby metal is awesome yeah uh, okay awesome so before we wrap up here can you just tell our audience where they can find you on all the socials Mm. You can find me under your bed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're going to be like, oh. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on social media at Boba Bebo. You can find our Maid Cafe at Maid Cafe Mikasu, M-I-K-K-U-S-U. Uh, if you follow both, that would be appreciated. I would really appreciate that. That'd be kind of cool, you know. And if you listen to your music coming out when this releases, right? Yeah, I will have that on Spotify. I'm pretty sure I'm going to try to put that up on Apple Music, YouTube Music, like everything. But if you follow my Instagram, I'm going to make it super obvious wherever that's getting released. So, I, I love it. Awesome. Yeah. Please go check her out. Great stuff. Everything you're doing is great, really. I had, I've had, this is probably one of the biggest highlights of the weekend. Oh for sure. And I got to meet Henry Winkler. So. There's no competition. Are you kidding me? How yeah. dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, so thank you so much. And uh, it was an absolute pleasure. And please go check her out. And actually, do you have another date for the cafe already or no uh so we since we are like the official made cafe at fan expo um we will probably be at most of the fan expo events however there's a new wasabi con coming to new orleans wasabi con new orleans and that is our next that i am 100 percent sure outside of the fan expo network that we will be at but we are also the official made cafe at gen con and uh, a couple of others as well, the other wasabi cons. But if you follow us on Made Cafe Mikasu, you'll be able to see a list of all of our upcoming events. So, Awesome. So I'll be at the Fan Expo Norla. Oh. So I will see you there. Round two. Round, round two. two. Let's go. I, just wanna <laughs> have I love it. All right, everybody. We'll see you. We'll be right back.